All right, welcome to episode 12 of the Resale Brothers podcast. I'm Colton. I'm Will and Wiss. And we got a episode for you today, and it's probably going to be a short one. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I got a decent little list to talk about over here. All right, well, good. Yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, we'll get through it all for sure. Yeah. It's, it's nothing, uh, nothing crazy, because it has been, a, once again, another... Not much of a sourcing week, yeah. You know, yeah. But it has been a lot of posting. I've been posting a ton. Good. Yeah. I haven't done anything. Well, there's a reason you're in the studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went into the studio uh, Friday this week, so I did get to go to one estate sale Friday before we went into the studio. But since then, I've only packed. No, yeah. Put no list and no sourcing. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, packing means you're selling. Right? Yeah. Well, that's that's been the great thing. I'm not selling a ton because I haven't posted, but. I'm essentially not working and still making like 50 to 80 bucks a day. Okay. Doing nothing. There you go. There (laughs) you go. It's not bad. No, not bad at all. I mean, it does help that it is Q4. Yeah. And Q4 for me has been pretty good. Mm -hmm. The last, the last week has been good for me. Yeah. Sales have started, I could see it starting to climb. Yeah. So, and I think it's going to continue, you know, the closer we get to the holidays, I think it's going to start booming. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think what I did this week. Uh, Friday, like I said, I went to that estate sale, and it was packed full of stuff. Oh, really? Where was it? In Cameron. Okay. Uh, It was done. So we found out the scoop of the story after we went, but like the pictures that they posted, it was just like, I mean, a whole room full of like those plastic storage drawers. Mm-hmm. stacked all the way up to the ceiling <laughs> like that's how many they had okay and then the rest of the house was filled with tons of stuff and it was all like garage sale prices okay well that sounds good yeah it, uh, there was nothing great mm-hmm. but everything there was cheap so i bought i think i spent like 20 bucks and got like some small stuff nothing huge yeah so what was the story so the story is uh it was a hoarder's house but a, a neat hoarder. It wasn't gross or anything. It was just a ton of stuff. Okay. And she just walked out of the house. Just left it. Just left it. Where'd she go? I have no idea. No <laughs> idea. I think now I think now she's older and might be in a nursing home, but she did that years ago, I mm-hmm. guess. And so another person bought it, but the the contingency was she she bought it with all the stuff and had to get rid of it. As is. And she paid like extra for the stuff in the house. Really? Yeah. They were like, we don't want to get rid of it, but there's so much stuff that we have to charge extra for it. That's kind of weird. Super weird. Right? Yeah. I yeah. I I would I would think you would have to like take less for it. Yeah. If I'm buying a house full of junk. Yeah. I mean, for me and you, we'll be like, yeah, cool. <laughs> well, that's what I told mom. I said, that's what I need to start doing is just go buy a house full of junk, live there for like six months. Get rid of it all and then sell it. But <laughs> we uh, just need to bu- buy a bunch of hoarder houses. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, so she had this estate sale, and uh, basically, like, was just trying to get rid of it all and make her money back on what she spent on it. Hmm. Not even trying to make money on it. Yeah. Just get it out of there. Yeah, that's a weird deal. Yeah, it's super weird. So nothing, nothing amazing, though. No. Nothing amazing. There, there was some interesting stuff, and my find of the week is from there. But no, like electronics or vintage clothing or mm-hmm. anything. It was. It looked like the person shopped a lot, but shopped at like Dollar General and Walmart. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So uh, it was quite the estate sale. There was so much stuff that, like, they had a, a shed out back. Mm-hmm stacked to the ceiling with like file boxes that were just full of random stuff and they had spent i think they said seven weeks there pulling stuff out and there were still probably about two boxes deep stacked that they hadn't even gotten to yet so even at the estate so at that time they still hadn't got to it yeah it could have been that could have been when the gym was could have been could have been (laughs) i was gonna uh go in there and go through some of it because they said go through it i mean whatever's in there is cheap but i didn't have time i had to get to the studio to load in so okay well how's uh how's the studio going how's studio's going great yeah. studio's going really good uh we've been there we loaded in friday and started saturday i finished drums on sunday i started vocals last night all the bass is done most of the guitar is done so oh you are killing it there. yeah yeah it's going great but you're still not going to be done by saturday huh nope saturday is the last day <laughs> yeah oh well yeah that's all right well, why why were you asking about Saturday? 
Oh, well, we, <laughs> we've mentioned this a few times in the last couple episodes, but uh, the Ventique Market is uh, this Saturday, 9 to 4, mm-hmm. which... Taylor, Texas. Yep. The, this podcast, I guess, will be released Friday, yeah. so you'll have one day to get ready and go. That's right. <laughs> Bring but some I've, cash. That's kind of been my, my week right there. I've been really preparing for that. Yeah. And... I've uh, I figured out why I kind of already knew like we weren't going to get a second space once I found out Colton wasn't going to be able to make it I didn't want to rent a second booth especially because he told me that we couldn't get it next to the one I had already rented which would have been okay if I could have done that I probably would have done it by myself because Jenna's going to do it with me and we could probably run the amount of space of two booths but right. if they're not next to each other it's going to be too hard so yeah. i've only got one booth and it's 10 by 10 is what you get now i feel like there's going to be a little leeway like you know you might can like stretch it out to 12 by 12 or whatever right. but it's going to be tough <laughs> to fit everything in this yeah. 10 by 10 section you uh-huh. know but i'm going to take as much as i can yeah i'm going to fill the van completely full we're going to fill jenna's car completely full and we're going to fit in whatever we can. Mm-hmm. And maybe throughout the day, you know, it's 9 to 4. So if some bigger items sell, I may make room and bring some more stuff out if right. I can't get it all in. But Yeah, or you could like have a piece of paper on the table that says, ask me about what's in the van. Yeah, I got more <laughs> stuff in the van. I just open it and let them walk through it, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's basically been my week. I mean, I did, I did hit a Goodwill on the way home one day. And uh, I did an auction last night it was an online auction oh, yeah. and i was super excited about it man because it uh it was in elgin which is 30 minutes from us so mm-hmm. i was like well if i win a bunch of stuff it's not a big deal i can drive over there pick it up the next day or whenever the pickup day is right and it wasn't a ton of it was like 500 lots maybe 600 <laughs> lots in this auction it was huge yeah and i guess that drew mm-hmm. in a lot of interest in mm-hmm. people but out of those five six hundred things uh, there was only maybe five in that entire thing that I was interested in. Right. But the main thing that I was interested in, you know, we like doing hats. Yeah. And there was a whole uh, tub, you know, a big plastic tub, and it said full of hats. And on top, you could see a vintage uh, Nike hat, a vintage Jordan hat, and then there, it looked like it maybe three or four sports specialties. <laughs> One of them was the Mavericks one that you had yeah. at one point. And so I was super excited, right? Yeah. I saw it about four days ago. I saw the auction. I saw those hats. I was like, yes, I'm going to win those hats, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because out here you think nobody's really, you know, we can find that stuff because not that many people really know about it. Right. Like I said, this auction brought a lot of people in. Okay. And at the beginning of the week, I saw it was up to six bucks. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So I went to work. While I was at work, I put in some bids, and I went to seven, eight, nine. I was like, dang, somebody, you know, uh, already put in a pretty decent offer. Right. I got it up to, like, $29, and finally I was the high bidder. I'm yeah. Like, okay, that should be it, right? Yeah. You know, I'm going to get this box for 29 That's going to be perfect, because if those hats are in decent shape, you know, that's it's already, like, $200 worth of hats, right. just in the ones you can see. Mm-hmm. And then underneath, they might have just left the junk ones underneath. Right, yeah. Anyhow... <laughs> Last night rolls around, and I look at it like an hour before the auction's ending, and it's up to, what was it, up to like 70 bucks. I'm like, ah, somebody knows what they're doing. Yeah. You know, they uh-huh. see these hats, they know they're valuable. So I ended up going to town, and I told Jenna, I said, hey, the, ha- the hats are going to end while I'm gone. Go up to, uh, I think I told her 85 uh-huh. on it. And I was even at that point, I was like, ah, yeah. I'm st- I can still make money. I know I can. Right. But you could also see like one of the hats had a big dirt dauber oh, chunk yeah. on it. So I'm like, okay, they've been outside. And it ended up going for like $100. Yeah. And she's called me. She's like, it's about the end. You want me to do 100 I was like, no, I said 85 <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. it. Like I said, I think you could still make money on it, but I just don't know the condition of them. Right. And the pictures were horrible, mm-hmm. you know. And there's no telling what else is in that box. It could be just complete junk. Yeah. So ended up passing on that. And there was a few other things, but it, like everything was going high, uh-huh. crazy high on this auction. And so I ended up with 
a tub of stuffed animals for five dollars. <laughs> and I only did that because I had no bids. And it looked like there might be some interesting ones, like maybe a couple Pokemons in there. Uh-huh. There was one just like monster weird looking thing. Mm-hmm. And I know mom too, she's like, you know, if y'all end up with stuffed animals, just give them to me. I guess she donates them to the church or they do yeah. something for for some holidays. And yeah, things. I think she makes like uh prize bags for the kids yeah. and puts them in there. So I ended up with that. If it's a bust, I give it to mom for the kids. If right. uh and then I I messed up too. I bought a it's a super nice golf bag. Uh-huh. It's a Nike Sumo golf bag and I'm looking at it, oh this thing's in good shape it looks like. And you know Nike golf sells pretty well. It'll be a marketplace for sure. Uh-huh. So but uh I bid on it and then I got to looking at it. The front of it is huge. It's got some dude's name embroidered in it. I'm like, ah, what did I just do? And you can't take back that bid, you right, know? So, right. But it was only six bucks. So I spent 11 bucks you, total. I mean, you could probably still get 20 bucks for it or something. Yeah, at least. I mean, it, you might put like a patch over it mm-hmm. or something, you know? But and some people might not even care. They may not because it is a super nice bag, you yeah. know? So we'll see. But the auction was not a, that much of a success for me, unfortunately. Well, I've done the but, same thing. I, I bid in a online auction on a bread machine back when those were hot and mm-hmm. they are not anymore i still have one left that i still sold. have mine yep <laughs> uh and i looked it up comped it and everything it was a super nice one it was selling for like 80 bucks <laughs> and i think i paid like five or six for it mm-hmm. but then i picked it up it was disgusting oh yeah <laughs> and in the in the pictures it looked fine but the, i guess it wasn't high quality enough to see that it was like not only covered in dust but like I guess like grime from using it, so the dust mm-hmm. was all stuck to it. So I scrubbed that thing for like two hours. Yeah, and then the inside was terrible. Yeah, see, and they at this auction that I was looking at, they had a lot of. Uh, they had one lot with two Sega Dreamcasts. Uh huh. They had one with uh, a bunch of like Xboxes, mm-hmm. and they were all in tubs, you know. But you get to looking at it real close, and you could tell like it looked like all this stuff had been sitting outside. Yeah. I don't know if it was in like an open barn. Like, yeah, maybe not quite in the weather completely but i was like man those i could maybe make money but it looks like a lot of cleaning right probably don't work if they've been sitting out like that yeah you never know well that's uh that sale i went to last weekend in page Mm -hmm. where they used to have the clothing sale yeah i got an xbox there and uh they had sat the stuff out either the night before really early that morning and it, it didn't rain but i guess it had like sprinkled all day and uh, so everything was wet, and I got that thing home, and it didn't it didn't work either. No, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I spent so little at that sale that everything else I made on it paid for it, no problem. But yeah. it was just a bummer. I yeah. thought I got an Xbox for essentially a dollar. <laughs> well, speaking of bummers, I, my, we're doing this podcast early today because normally we do it early in the week, you know? And uh, you got to be in the studio right. this afternoon, so... It's like eight o'clock in the morning when, yeah. when I'm when we're getting here and starting this thing. So uh, my morning has started a little rough. Had a blowout on the way over <laughs> yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, he called me and he was like, "Hey, I'm running a little late." And I was like, "Great, I'm running a little late too." And he was like, "Something's wrong with uh, Jenna's car." And uh, I pull in right behind him, and his tires just like falling yeah, off the just rim, grinding on the yeah. rim. You know, <laughs> so. I don't know. Great start to the morning. I was planning, you know, basically today and tomorrow I want to spend, because getting ready for this sale at the Ventique Market Days, uh-huh. I already know what I'm taking, So, right. but the only problem is it's not just throwing it in the van. Mm-hmm. I got to price it all. Yeah. So I've been doing that. I did that all day yesterday, and I planned on doing that all day today and tomorrow. Now I might have to go to the tire shop. And <laughs> Do you have a spare? Yeah. Uh, Yes, but I don't have it on the in the car. Oh, it's at the house, and I don't. It may be flat too. I can't remember because <laughs> I think I had changed out the spare. I'd put the spare on it one time uh-huh. and left the flat, and I don't think I ever got that thing fixed. <laughs> so I probably don't have a spare that's actually you know a good spare right now. Yeah. So dang. I don't know. Maybe I'll just pop it off over here and uh, have Jenna come pick me up, take it to town. Hopefully they can fix it. But those tires are getting bald. Oh, yeah. But I didn't want to buy new tires because I'm getting ready to sell the car. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's a struggle, man. It it's is. A struggle. It is. But that's okay. We'll be, it'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. 
It'll be fine. Well, uh, I'm going to kind of spoil my sale of the week just because I want to talk about why I sold it and how I got to it. But uh, I don't know if you noticed on my table, there's a computer missing. Oh, you know, I saw the sale. Yeah. I did see the sale. So I've been thinking about getting a new uh, laptop Mm-hmm. to make video editing for the podcast easier because it's it's not an old laptop but it was not a great one to begin with so mm-hmm. exporting video takes forever on that thing so i decided to take an even older laptop and upgrade it i put new a new hard drive in it and some new memory in it so i could use it for the business computer because mm-hmm. the other one was kind of overkill just to do ebay stuff okay so this is the new one right here. Right. This is the new setup, and it's actually made up of a monitor that I got from Bits and Pieces for five bucks, and my dad's old computer that he was basically just going to give me to get rid of. Okay. Uh, so I spent $5 on that setup and sold my old computer for $500. I saw that. I saw that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that that's what kind of been what I did this week was fix computers and try to figure out what to do with that. So uh, if you're thinking about upgrading computers and you don't need one great for like video editing, you just want a fast computer, the old MacBook Pros, like I think around 2012-ish, you still have upgradable memory and hard drives that you can do yourself, whereas everything they're putting out now, you can't do anything to yourself. Really? Yeah. That's kind of like phones these days. Mm -hmm. Like you can't change the battery or nothing on them. Well, even like, you know, I repair iPhones every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Anything after about three iphones ago i can't do anything to really yeah they're doing that with everything they're like even cars these days yeah like you can't access anything under the hood anymore hardly it's crazy well that's even like me and my dad were talking about computers and he was like yeah like tractors are the same way really the john deere tractors that people spend like two hundred thousand dollars on for like huge cornfields and stuff he said you can fix stuff but there's a chip in there that, right, it's all computerized. Yeah, and the the software on it, you have to pay like, you know, $2,000 on for somebody to fix mm. a part. And it's essentially just telling the software to say that that part is fixed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they're getting one over on uh-huh. us. But what do you do? No, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. The, the new Apple computers, all of like the stuff that used to be upgradable mm-hmm. is all on one chip soldered to the board underneath everything else so you have to take all of it apart and then once you get to that chip you can't do anything with it anyway like it's all one piece now so yeah. you can't upgrade anything on it yeah, that's, yeah. that kind of sucks but yeah it does you know what that kind of takes me into <clears throat> a, a segment i was i was watching the news the other day mm-hmm. and actually if i go back a little further i've noticed a lot of uh musicians putting uh things on cassette these days uh-huh and you know, for a while, vinyl got real hot again. Like right. everybody's putting stuff on vinyl. Mm-hmm. That that was probably what 10, 15 years ago when that started. Uh, depends on what kind of music you listen to. Like, yeah, but I mean, like just mainstream people. Yeah, probably about, started probably about putting, ten years ago. Started putting things on vinyl, and they started remaking record players, and people were buying them, mm-hmm. putting them in their homes and whatnot. But I noticed cassettes are starting to get hot again. Yeah, and I was watching the news the other day, and uh, there was a company that records on cassette basically and i guess a lot of those companies don't exist anymore so there's only a few of them right and they said they are booming right now yeah and they were talking about the reasons why and it makes sense to me like we're talking about all this new stuff all this new technology you can't necessarily mess with it Mm -hmm. and like even when they went to cds like that seemed like a great idea but how often did your cds get scratched and ruined yeah cassettes do not right they were saying the shelf life of a cassette is over 100 years really yeah dang so I think with all this new technology and whatnot, I think there are still some tried and true things that mm-hmm. are going to come back. Right. And I think this is a, it's a possible bolo. Okay. Anything, like, they're probably going to start making new cassette players, uh-huh. but you could probably, I, I know you can get them cheap right now. Anything that plays a cassette, you right. can see that stuff all the time. Yeah. But I feel like if people are putting things out on cassette mm-hmm. nobody has a cassette player right now right we need to load up on cassette players okay <laughs> I mean, right. it's, it's just a thought yeah but well i, I wonder because like <clears throat> in the type of music that i play mm-hmm. cassettes have been coming back for a while now yeah but i don't really pay attention to like what the entire music industry is doing so is it like 
like mainstream bands are starting to do cassettes too. I've noticed it with a lot of hip hop okay. stuff. And that makes sense. Yeah. And because yeah. I, I was looking up, you know, Travis Scott does crazy drops. He did yeah. the McDonald's and all this stuff, but uh, he released a new album and he always does limited drops. Uh-huh. And when I got on there, because it's strictly for resale, like mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of the music, but got on there and saw that he had a, dropped a cassette. Okay. They sold out immediately, obviously. Yeah. And then so I looked it up on eBay and people were selling them for astronomical numbers. Mm hmm. And then I'm thinking, is anybody else doing this? So I look it up, and sure enough, you know, a lot of hip hop artists are putting things on cassette now, okay. and they are selling for a lot. And you know, I, I ended up getting the CD thing. Oh, that's a limited drop too. Nah, and it's not worth. It's worth about what I paid for, yeah. like six bucks or eight bucks. But no big deal. But I think that's a good bolo right okay. there. Yeah. Cassette well, players. honestly, like especially if you can find uh, the decks that you can record from cassette mm-hmm. to another cassette. Yeah. Because that's uh we put out a cassette of our live in Berlin tape and it took, well, I actually, we released it digitally saying we were putting out a tape and I don't know if we've ever actually made the tapes because we were doing it ourselves. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen one. Yeah. I've never seen one either. Our, our vocalist. <laughs> You're was in the band. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't handle it. It's not my job. I play drums in that band. It's not my band. I just Which play one? drums. Which band? Drip head. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, cassette tapes and like punk and hardcore have been coming back for probably about ten years now. Really? Yeah. Oh, pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but that's a smaller niche of yeah. music, you know. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, it, maybe you are leading the drive. Oh yeah. The hardcore. Punk. Everybody always always follows what the punk bands do, man. <laughs> yeah, man. See, when vinyl stopped happening, the punk bands never stopped putting out vinyl. Right. And then everybody was like, hey, let's start putting out vinyl again. And we're all like, we've been doing this for years. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that's especially the ones that record from tape to tape. Right. Those are have, are still worth quite a bit. Okay. I, used, I mean, that's how I used to roll, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you'd borrow some. Uh, I had one, a setup where you could play. It was like a 25 disc CD changer, yeah. but it hooked up to the dual cassette and you would borrow like cds from people you know and record it onto the cassette uh-huh. or record from the cassette to the other cassette i still got i can't remember i had a mixtape that amanda made for me one time and i swear it had uh <laughs> it had Lil bow wow and <laughs> okay. metallica on the same cassette tape interesting mix. yes yeah, very interesting mix I, i'm surprised she even put metallica on there i think what it might have been is either you or i put metallica on there okay. and then she put Lil bow wow on okay there. yeah <laughs> It was a collaboration mixed it where we all added a song to it. Okay. Everybody got to pick a song. Uh-huh. Gotcha. But that's what I miss the most is like like now somebody wants to share a song with you, they text you the link to it. Mm-hmm. And with that, it's so impersonal that it's like, all right, I'll check it out. And then I never get around to it. Yeah. With a cassette tape or even like a mixed CD, you stick it in your car and you turn on your car and it's going to start playing. Yeah. And you go through like the entire album usually, right. you know. Like, yeah, that's I, that's what I didn't like when Spotify and all that first came out, mm-hmm. or even like when we were burning, or what did you call it? Uh, yeah, burning CDs. Yeah, burning CDs. But you were stealing music from Napster and yeah. LimeWire and yeah. all that. I didn't like it because I liked listening to full albums, right? But then at that point, like people were just downloading singles, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I don't, I don't see why I didn't like it. I just didn't. I'm a kind of a purist, and I feel like y'all ruining it. You know, like I completely people agree. <laughs> only listening to just the one song that everybody hears on the radio, or this yeah. and that. Yeah, well, and that that the best songs are on the B sides. Absolutely, always <laughs> them deep cuts. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> no, that's. I mean, we have that conversation all the time. Of like, man, it it sucks to put out music now because everybody just wants like one song they want that one big hit Mm -hmm. and that's it that's it Mm -hmm. and and like we not only enjoy listening to records whole records Mm -hmm. but we don't just want to write one song and put it out right that sucks nah you want to you want to make a masterpiece yeah an entire masterpiece exactly you know so So y'all oh also speaking of spotify (laughs) okay so they've always been notorious for not paying their artists very well 
Okay. Yeah, I don't know how it all works the, anymore. Like Apple Music and actually Napster started their own streaming service now, so they're actually paying. <laughs> it's not like free stuff. Uh, them and Apple pay the most to to the artists for their streams that they get. Uh, so Spotify already has a bad reputation. Really? Because they don't pay their artists well, but they'll pay Joe Rogan $100 million for his podcast. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Right? Uh, so this week they announced that they would start promoting your bands by putting Spotify is huge with like playlists that people subscribe mm-hmm. to. And if your band's on that playlist, then you get huge because everybody listens to that playlist. Gotcha. So, you know, they're thinking like, oh, since we don't pay artists very well, we'll put them on these playlists and that'll make up for it. But what if they put you on the playlist, they take even more money out of what you would usually get paid. So as they're basically saying, here's a freebie and we don't have to pay you now. Yeah, I got exactly. you. Exactly. You're like an indentured so y'all slave. Stop paying Spotify, man. Go to Bandcamp. Buy stuff from Bandcamp. Okay. Bandcamp or Napster. Go back to Napster. Yeah. Apple Music pays out pretty well. I mean, honestly, for streams for bands like our size, that doesn't make any any difference because right. we get so little plays on those kinds of things that I think <laughs> loud. Mm-hmm. My band Lout, we had our music up for two years. We got a grand total of, I think, $6.27. Hey, hit the cha-ching on that. That is right, <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Big money. Big money. That's hilarious. Yeah, that, that's what it's like playing music in the world of digital music. So how does it work <clears throat> when like you release something? It goes to all platforms, right? So we kind use like- a service called DistroKid. And that goes out to Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, Napster, mm-hmm. YouTube has their own music streaming service now. Pretty much all of the big ones. And then there's a service called Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like you can upload your own music. You don't have right. to pay to upload it. And right. they pay out the most too. <laughs> so that's that's my favorite one, but it's not very popular gotcha it's popular among like our scene but like mainstream music and stuff it's not very popular right because it's, it's something anybody can upload right their exactly. own music too i guess and you. and honestly like anybody can upload their music to apple music or spotify but you have to pay to get it on there okay yeah so do we pay to have to put the podcast on there no okay <laughs> see that podcasting is great yeah we don't have to pay nothing it okay. just goes up for free Interesting. But music, you got to pay to put it on there. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I'm glad we don't have to pay to put this on there. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we ain't making no money out no. of this. So. Well, that's that's the difference. I mean, the, the amount of money you make putting music on there is so little that it, it isn't worth paying to put music on there. Mm-hmm. But You want to get your name out. Right. That's... But with podcasts, it's free to put your, your podcast up, but you don't make any money unless you have sponsors or, or something like that. Right. So... It, it, to me, it, I mean, it's about even because we pay to put our music out, but sometimes we'll break even. Mm. Most of the time, we're still just paying. Yeah, <laughs> it's what it is. As long as you enjoy, it, yeah. You know, oh that's yeah. The main thing. I mean, I, I, I uh, have never once played music because I thought I was going to make money at it. Yeah, yeah. I've come to accept that fact. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different industry. It's tough to make money in the music mm-hmm. industry these yeah, days. So. It definitely is. Oh man, I gotta sneeze. Get it, get it. <laughs> uh, so you said we uh, <laughs> we had another uh, a marketplace sale this week, which is cool. Yeah. So out of the the clean out we did last week that we talked about last week, there was a TV stand. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty nice one, but yeah, it, it had decent. like some scratches and stuff on top. So got a message about that, and I delivered it to Gettings one day last week or 50 bucks okay cool and what i was gonna say about that is so what we've been or what i've been i think kind of what you've been doing too with all the marketplace sales we've been doing we've been putting that money back into the business Uh so pretty soon actually when we're done here i'll show you some stuff i found but uh pretty soon we'll have some merchandise we'll have some hats and stickers and i don't Uh know what else maybe uh covid mask i don't know (laughs) that's good yeah they're probably cheap you know Uh so oh we also sold uh the end tables the, the the mirror ones yeah the mirror ones i yeah. remember that yeah. i think i think we'd already sold that last time i saw you did we pretty sure anyway i think we you sold just got tanks. back actually okay from selling them so but yeah there'll be some merchandise soon i'm pretty yeah. excited yeah pretty me excited too about me that. too we're gonna have hats stickers 
maybe shirts. I don't know. We'll see how much everything yeah. costs. Absolutely. Uh, so with that clean out we did, how, how's that been going for you? Because, you know, like I told everybody last week, we split, basically split the product mm-hmm. that we want to sell. For me, the DVDs have been crazy. Really? Yeah, they've been selling like hotcakes. Did you end up doing like a lot or did mm-hmm. all, all separate? Yeah, all separate. Dang. It's so easy to post too, you yeah. know, because you just camera the... The barcode. The barcode, boom, yeah. you're done. Most of them were brand new, so it was real simple. You yeah. Know? I love but, I love video games and DVDs, man, because they're easy to list and to ship. You just stick them in an envelope and out they go. Mm-hmm. I usually take uh, the bubble, uh-huh. and I'll take like two 12 by 12 sheets long, wrap it, mm-hmm. throw it in a poly bag, good to go. Yep. Simple. It's the know? best. I know. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> so that's uh that's been for me for that. it hasn't been going great because i haven't listed any of it uh, you haven't listed any <laughs> no i mean i know you've been in the studio so yeah. no i haven't listed nothing since friday wow yeah well when you do end up posting the dvds which once you're done get those on because q4 like people are buying random stuff for uh-huh. gifts you know and i think dvds even still people are buying those as gifts yeah yeah you know no, and that, me and mom had that conversation too, kind of going back to the music thing. I, I feel like there is going to be, with with uh, COVID happening, it kind of opens people's eyes to, you know, maybe I'm not con- in control of the world and things could change very quickly with no control over it. Mm. And I think a lot of people are thinking like, you know, what if my internet <laughs> goes down then I can't watch Netflix? Maybe I should have a couple DVDs around to... Uh, take up my time if i can't watch netflix i think a lot of people are realizing like you know maybe i can't rely on the internet or satellite tv or i mean we can't right now at my house we had the internet people come out the other day and it's just real spotty right now so last night the kids watch dvds i mean this yeah well uh what day was that must have been tuesday i came home uh from the studio and i came up here and packed because i forgot i forgot wednesday was a holiday yeah. So I packed all my state. stuff to try and get it out on Wednesday. And I was in here packing stuff and I was trying to listen to music over the Wi Fi playing through my stereo. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just kept pausing. Like it wouldn't load all the way. And music is like super, super uh, quick in, in very small files. So, I mean, it should load quickly. But that's how bad the internet was here that night, too. Yeah. I don't know what the deal has been. With well, I mean, we do live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So we don't have, like, what's that What's that internet called that's super fast now? Google Fiber? Yeah, Fiber. We don't have Fiber out here. Yeah. We got, yeah. like, at my house, I have a giant tower. Uh-huh. And it points to another tower, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the same. You got here. it here, too. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's definitely not uh, the best. Yeah. But it works okay. I mean, it works good enough to... I never... For some reason, my computer works better than like my my Amazon Fire Stick TVs mm-hmm. and my phone. Like with the Wi-Fi, yeah, I go upstairs and I can do my packaging, but then I'm trying to use the phone and nothing. I'm like that's weird, <laughs> but I don't know. As long well, as it works good enough for me to get my eBay and done, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. That that's actually going to be how we get the podcast done today. We normally, like Wesley was saying earlier, we normally record earlier in the week, so I have time to edit and also upload since our internet's so slow. But since I'm in the studio, I got access to the Google Fiber this there you week. Go. So. You'll be in the big city of uh-huh. Austin. Yep. So our podcast will upload like that today. Uh, are y'all recording in a super secret studio right now? Yes, we are. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> are you recording any of it? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I need to see it. Mm-hmm. I'll show you some pictures and stuff. But only show me. Don't show oh, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I actually got word that fairly soon we can talk about it okay yeah awesome yeah that's not cool. yet but soon that is cool uh let's see oh yeah i had a had a cool sale for um it actually spanned over like four days five days it was weird there was a guy out of san Antonio, and he uh wanted i had this terrible looking shirt but it well i guess not terrible it was a texas flag button up kind okay. of like a country western type shirt I would never wear it, obviously, but uh, he wanted that, and he, he's like, "Hey, will you take?" I don't remember what I had it for, twenty-two bucks or something. He's like, uh-huh. "Hey, will you take 18? I was like, "Yeah, I'll take 18. He didn't send me the offer; he sent me a message. Right. I was like, "Yeah, I'll take 18. And He's like, "All right, cool." And then, like a day later, 
he messaged me on a Texas A and M Adidas like thin jacket kind of thing. Okay, and he made he made me a message offer again, and I'm like, yeah, it's cool, you know, same guy. That'll I'll put two things in a bag for right. you. He'll save me on shipping. Yeah. And then he's like, do you do combined shipping? And I was like, well, I do free shipping, so it doesn't matter right. to you. Yeah. You know? But he ended up buying six pieces for Dang. me. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, it spanned over. Like, he would message me and he'd say, uh, uh, this is the last piece. Go ahead and send me an invoice. I'm yeah. Like, well, you don't need an invoice. Like, you right. just hit pay yeah. and you buy it. But uh, then I I didn't send him one, you know, because I'm at work or whatever. And I'll think, I'll just do it tomorrow. Right. Well, then he buys more, you know? I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold <laughs> yeah. off, you know? And then dude ended up buying six pieces over like four or five days. It was awesome. Dang. Yeah. And it all fit in one poly bag, a big poly <sighs> that's, bag. That's that's how you go. That's right. how you do it. We are in the middle of a pocket. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Anyhow. But yeah, that was really cool. I was excited about that. And it only went to San Antonio, so shipping was... Yeah, so shipping had to be cheap. Yeah, it was probably like eight bucks Dang. to send six pieces of clothing uh-huh well i'm gonna tell you about my uh packing the computer i sold story okay so uh i sold it and i i knew i kind of had in my head like a plan on how to pack it because i knew it had to be super safe 500 hundred dollar computer and those computers have a a stand built into them but they're on a hinge so they're super susceptible to being just like cracked off to me, was it just a monitor or is that the computer itself? It's all in one, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I bought like these big, huge Home Depot boxes whenever we started doing all of the audio video stuff. So I was like, okay, I'll put it in one of those and I'll just put a ton of peanuts and a ton of bubble wrap and it'll be good to go. So I get up here and I grab one of those boxes and it's not big enough. Mm-hmm. Like the computer's just too wide to fit in the box. I'm like, dang, what am I going to do? <laughs> so then I, I remember that I think I still have the original box that it came in. Okay. So I go up into the attic, find it, and uh, it still has like all of the styrofoam, everything in it, so it fits perfectly in that. But then I realized that that box came in another box when I ordered it, and I just didn't trust. Like it was perfect to keep it protected from like bumps and stuff, right. but if something were to hit the front of it, it still could hit the screen. Right. So I was like, ah, I should probably still put this in another box, yeah. but I ain't got a box big enough to fit it. How big a box are you? Are we talking here? <laughs> so it wasn't huge in every dimension. It was just super wide. Okay. Uh, it was, I think it ended up being uh, 20, about 30 inches wide. And the biggest box I had was 22 inches wide. Okay. So I'm like looking around like, okay, maybe I'll tape two boxes together. Mm-hmm. Time to zombie it. Mm-hmm. Or what do they call it? Uh, uh, Frankenstein box. Yeah, Franken box it. Uh, <coughs> but I couldn't find any two boxes that were the same size either because I think we've talked about this before. We get all of our boxes from a recycling center, so we don't have anything that's the same. It's just whatever's in the recycling right, center. Right, whatever we can find. So I keep looking, can't find anything. I'm starting to get impatient. Like, I got to get out of here. I was the post office was about to close um so finally i'm like oh you know what the box from my big old tv in my room is upstairs so i spent i ended up taking my stuff to the post office because this was going to be fedex anyway yeah came back and i spent an hour customizing my own box to put this box inside of and i made a mess out there yeah it was ridiculous i hate having to do that Mm -hmm. man like I shipped a golf club one time and I had a, a, like a long, almost a tube, you know, yeah. and it fit in there, but it wasn't long enough uh-huh. and I didn't have anything else. Right. So I ended up using, uh, I think it was the roll that the, uh, bubble, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I stuck that on top. Taped it and then put a lid on that. It looked horrible, but it was protected, yeah. you know. Well, that's th- this. I'm sure when the customer gets it, they're going to think, oh, this computer's broken. Mm-hmm. But when they open it up, they'll realize, oh, there's another box it's inside. the here. original box. Because it's literally it. like a box that doesn't completely close all the way because mm-hmm. it was such a thick cardboard that I couldn't get it to fold. So it's basically a box made out of cardboard and tape. But then you open it up and there's... There's uh, packing peanuts inside and then a perfect box inside. Right. The original box, right. too. Right, exactly. So. 
So it looks terrible, mm-hmm. but man, is it protected. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing happening to that computer. Yeah, that's hilarious. But I, I swear that packing job took probably about two hours just from one yeah. thing to pack. Yeah, that's no fun at all. Yeah. Yeah. And normally, do it sometimes. Yeah. Normally it wouldn't be worth it, but for five hundred dollars it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you said, they're gonna get it and be like, What is this? <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna be on an emotional roller coaster. Uh-huh. Like, I spent five hundred dollars, look at this crap. Yeah. And then they're gonna open it. Oh amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They got the original box and everything. They had no idea they were getting it. No, you might could have got more for it. Probably. Probably. <laughs> So that that's what I did. That's what I did this week. I kind of planned out that big sale. I knew that would sell pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I kind of planned it out for the end of last week. That way, if I didn't sell anything this week, I had a big sale. I'll be good to go. Yeah. Did you uh, did you do your what you had suggested last no. week? You didn't do I it. Didn't you didn't time. make drafts. No. Yeah, I, was I tried to, but I tried to edit the podcast, get it up. Then I had to change all my drum heads. And that has been a process because all of the like guitar string factories, drum head factories, they all shut down for a couple months. Mm. So they're all behind. So I ordered a drum head and it still hasn't shown up. So I had to go to our practice space early, buy a drum head. I spent like, normally these drum heads are like 30 bucks, but since they're in high demand, short mm-hmm. supply, I had to pay, I think like 60 bucks for this uh, drum double. head. Yeah. So it was, uh, quite a week preparing for the studio so i didn't have time to do did you, did you get enough drumsticks oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> always have enough drumsticks. it was hilarious when we did the uh podcast at the uh, music lab in austin <laughs> i went in there with colton i'd never been there and uh i walk into their practice space and i'm like good lord y'all are messy you know i'm looking <laughs> around and we're, we're kind of moving stuff around and i'm like are y'all doing woodwork in here? Like the sawdust everywhere. He's like, that's drumsticks. Like yeah. we just shred these things. Uh-huh. Like, that is amazing. Like yeah. it looked like somebody had been building a, a wooden table in there or something, you know, just <laughs> yeah. sawdust. No, there. that's everybody's always like, man, it would be cool if you got sponsored by like a drum company and got free drums. I was like, no, you buy drums once in your life and you have them for the rest of your life. Yeah. I need sticks and I need cymbals because <laughs> I spend about 60 bucks on sticks once a month. And then I, every symbol I break about once a year, and each symbol is about three hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many sticks you say you go through? So I, I I spend about sixty bucks, and that's three packs of four. So let's see, uh, yeah. For how long? For I usually go through a, about a pack a week. Really? Yeah. Yeah, doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing that heavy stuff. Uh-huh. Coles in there banging away. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the drumsticks and cymbals, man. If anybody wants to give me free drumsticks or cymbals, let me know. I'll take <laughs> Yeah, we like free stuff. We'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it, too. I don't even play drums. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sell them to me. All right. Well, you got anything else you want to talk about? No, I hit everything on the list. Uh, the only thing I was going to say again is uh, if anybody, y'all get a chance, come out to the Ventique Market. Mm-hmm. They, from what I saw... It's over 20 vendors this time. It's going to be big. All right. There'll be live music, barbecue. I haven't had the barbecue out there, so I'm hoping it's good. (laughs) But uh, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be some cool stuff. I'm selling stuff cheap. Yeah. So y'all come get it. What do we say? I think it's it's the Resale Brothers Black Friday. Yep. Mm -hmm. It definitely is. Get you something. I was pricing things yesterday, and I'm like, "Uh, no, I'm going to market low. I want to get rid of this stuff. Uh Yeah. I don't blame you. It's not garage sale price, but it's. I could have been there. I know. I wish we could have got the two booths because mm-hmm. we got a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't even know how I'm going to make it work. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out. Well, and if I went, we'd have you'd have even more stuff. You'd, we'd have three carloads of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, just my van and your van is huge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. All right. Well, we'll get into our. It's the fine, fine, fine. It's the find of the week. Just tell us what you found. So I have done zero research on this. Okay. I got this at that estate sale, and it was the only electronic that I, A, saw, B, bought. They did have a combo player in there. That Mm -hmm. was a really nice Samsung one. And uh, I went up to, it was still plugged in. Uh, Okay. And I thought, you know, everything, uh, there's a, a lot of things still plugged in in here that are for sale. They just like open the house up and start pricing things mm. so i was like it but it didn't have a price tag on it 
So I went up to the lady running it, and I was like, is that combo unit for sale? And she's like, no, nah, we're keeping it. Okay. And it was like a real nice one. Yeah. Super nice Like one. 150 bucks, yeah. probably. Yeah. So I found this. It's a Sirius XM uh, satellite radio. And I've sold just the adapters for, for these for like 20 bucks. Okay. But I've never bought one of these or sold one of these, so I have no idea what is it's it worth. Is it sealed or is it open box? Uh, Well, it's open, but I haven't taken the... It still has the styrofoam in there mm-hmm. and everything, so I haven't taken any of that out. Okay. So I don't know if it's still sealed inside that or not. Right. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a surprise for me and a surprise for y'all. <laughs> but I see you paid three dollars. I so paid three dollars. I think you're gonna be perfectly fine yeah, on this I deal. Think I'll be just fine. Uh but yeah, the Sirius XM satellite stuff does pretty well. Okay. We'll just have to I have never sold any. Yeah. Well, whenever I was going to the Goodwill bins, mm-hmm. every time I would go there there's these little adapters, they're like magnetic or sticky and you stick them on your dash and then that's your uh antenna for the radio oh, okay. and i get those every time because it's pay by the pound there and they're yeah. like less than Indeed. they're probably like two ounces yeah and so you get like 20 bucks for yeah them. that's cool yeah plus shipping every time so if those go for that much i'm hoping this goes for quite yeah a bit more you hope you know because like we said with like cameras sometimes like the accessories yeah. sometimes are more valuable than the actual right. cameras but i mean being that you got the box and everything i think you'll do good on it yeah we shall see. We shall see. Maybe it'll Y'all be a sale out week. next week. Yeah, hopefully. You hopefully. Know? All right. Yours is up next. Yeah. Uh, I said we have not done a lot of sourcing. I went to one thrift store, so it's kind of silly. This is my find of the week, but it's kind of <laughs> cool. I mean, you know, yeah, it's. It uh, I guess it's. I'm assuming it's 90s. It's single stitch. Okay. Uh, made in the USA. Uh, and that horse is embroidered on the oh, shirt. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's pretty detailed, you know. It's pretty cool. Well, yeah, I thought it was screen printed. No, no, it's embroidered on there. Um, the brand was interesting because I've heard of Anvil, right? Uh-huh. But this is called Authentic Pigment, but on the tag it also says Anvil. Hmm. I don't know. It must be like one of their higher-end shirts or something. Maybe so. And... They don't sell for a ton, you know, but I haven't seen any with embroidery or anything right. like that. So I don't even remember what I priced this at on eBay. Maybe 30 bucks yeah, or something. Yeah, I think that's what it was when was I it? got the picture. Yeah, and I paid three ninety nine. So cool. not bad. Yeah. And I actually found a couple more vintage shirts that day. You know, this not very easy to find vintage at the Goodwills anymore yeah. as far as the shirts. Mm-hmm. But found a couple. It wasn't a bad Goodwill haul. Which but, Goodwill? I think that was it was huddo okay yeah it was huddo i haven't been to a goodwill in so long it was crazy though we went to uh because normally you know we can go to a goodwill you find something right right and i had uh had angus with me and he's always looking for pokemon and mm-hmm. i need i'm gonna find pokemon i'm like well it's goodwill you never know what you're gonna find you know right. but they were clearing out all the halloween stuff oh yeah and they so i walk in and like the store's half empty. Yeah. Like, what is going on? And they hadn't put a lot of new product out because what they were doing is bringing all the new racks in uh-huh. for the Christmas stuff. Okay. So I, I could tell, like, you know how normally they're pushing the carts and there's new product in the carts you can look through and new racks? Right. There was none of that. <laughs> so I could tell they hadn't been, like, going through their donations and putting new stuff out. They right. were basically only clearing out Halloween, putting in Christmas stuff. Interesting. So we went to two Goodwills and struck out completely Dang. nothing. And then we went to the Hutto one and it was decent. Mm. But they were, were doing they? the same thing there. Just, oh, really? Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the Hutto one's always been my favorite. I don't know if it's not as many people, but I don't know. I it's, feel like Hutto's, good stuff there. You yeah. Know, I find good stuff there quite yeah. a bit. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a good thing I haven't been to Goodwill. Yeah, like I said, it, I never strike out completely, you know, yeah. and we went to two, and I was like, what is going on? Then I realized what was happening. Yeah. I'm like, ah, okay, they're just not putting anything out. Right. And, you know, it only takes a day or two for all the good stuff in a Goodwill mm-hmm. to be gone, and they need to keep restocking. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, and decent little find of the week. It's a fun one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, we'll get into the... Real low, but to sell real high, it's the sell of the week. 
and is. we already talked about it, but it's the the twenty one point five inch iMac, and there I am in the picture yeah, once, once again. again. <laughs> I was gonna say that it's hilarious. You're always in the photo. Uh huh. So I, this actually is a refurbished Mac that I bought. I bought it refurbished. Apple does a thing where if you want to buy a computer, you can either buy a new one or you go on their store and they have a section of refurbished ones, which are essentially brand new. They, if anything's broken or even like scratched, they replace it before they sell it. So I've had it for probably about three years now. It was a great computer, but technology on computers is just advancing so fast that in three years, your computer is slow and outdated. Gotcha. Kind of like phones. Yeah, exactly. So I cleaned it up, uh, erased all of my personal information off of it, and I actually <laughs> had sold the keyboard and mouse to it months ago when I first started doing eBay stuff because uh-huh. it's a keyboard and mouse, man. You can buy one for 15 bucks. I actually got that the one that I'm using now at uh, that bin drop place oh, okay. for, I think, five bucks. I was wondering when you said you sold the mouse and the keyboard. I was like, how did you work it? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a nice computer. So I'm like, is this like touchscreen? It might have been. Anyway. I don't know. No, that one's not. I don't think. Yeah, Apple doesn't make any touchscreen computers. Okay. Uh, but the Apple keyboard and mouse, like the keyboard sells for 40 The mouse sells for 40 So I can get 80 bucks and then buy an off-brand one for yeah. 15 bucks and be fine. So yeah. I sold those a long time ago. And... uh it might have hurt the value a little bit, but honestly, I think I saw all the rest of them selling for like five fifty. Really? I sold this for five plus shipping. So yeah. it's crazy to me that that's the entire computer. Like I'm used to seeing like a monitor and uh-huh. then like the CPU, or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, that, that a lot of com- like HP I think makes a computer like this where it's all built into the into the screen. Hmm. It, it makes life a lot simpler. Yeah, not having to have all the cables running everywhere. Is it got just built in like speakers at the bottom, like mm-hmm. real small? Yeah. Well, and now like no computer has a disk drive in it or anything, so you don't have to worry about any of that. But yeah, it's just all built into the into the one thing. Cool, cool. So that's my sale of the week. That's a good one. That's a big sale. It's a big sale. I have multiple. Oh, look how blurry that picture is. <laughs> I guess they didn't mind. Uh Anyhow, it's probably uh, just because it's so big on the TV screen. Maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, this is one of my sales of the week. This came from the uh, clean out we did in Georgetown at mm-hmm. Sun City. Uh, it was sealed, uh, brand new in box. Um, so we got it free, just a little blood and sweat. That's right. Uh, and I sold it for 50 and The funny thing was, the guy messaged me because when I posted it, I had said, uh, you know, new in package, new in box, whatever. Right. And, uh, but the, in the description, I put box has minor damage, mm-hmm. you know, and the guy messages me and he's like, if it's new, how does the box have damage? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, this game was made in 2004. Right. And I mean, you can literally go to HEB and there's a brand new can of beans, but it's got a dent in right. the can. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and it was very minor. And when I explained it to him, I was like, this game's made in 2004. Like, it's the box is still sealed with the plastic right. shrink. It's just from sitting and being stored for moved around a yeah. few times. Like, it's got a, it's couple, got dents a few, couple little dents in the box. He ended up buying it right okay. after that. So at first, I was like, what are you, what an idiot, <laughs> you know? But then he ended up buying it. I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's there's so many crazy questions you get. Like, this past week, uh, mom had sold a pair of jeans, and every pair of jeans I sell, if they're used, I measure them because from being washed or worn so much, the tag size isn't usually what the actual size is. Yeah. So I measured them, and they measured out to a 34, but the tag size was 30. Um, and she had actually sold them a while ago, uh, or at least a couple weeks ago, and then I got a message saying, hey, these are size 30, and it says 34 in the listing, and I explained, like, hey, I measure all the jeans. Mm-hmm. This is what they measured out to. And uh, she's like, okay, well, I'll try them on and see if they fit. And she messaged me back. And she's like, no, these are definitely a 30. They don't fit. So whatever. Yeah, we'll, whatever. We'll be getting those jeans back, but no big deal. Yeah. Well, see, uh, when you're bringing up jeans, uh, I didn't completely strike out at the Goodwills that day. Like okay. I did find a couple of vintage shirts and things. I got myself three pairs of jeans, and you know I needed them. <laughs> 
because I did the one podcast I had a giant hole uh-huh. in my crotch of my jeans. Yeah. And when I worked round top, like I only have like not very many pairs of jeans. Mm-hmm. And I have one nice pair. I was like, I'm not wearing them in round top. Right. I'm going to ruin them. Yeah. So I'm wearing all these jeans with holes. And like every day I'm out there bending over and picking up all this stuff. Like I hear, <laughs> and they just get, the holes get bigger and yeah. bigger and bigger. So I did go buy some new jeans. I got three pair for eight bucks a pop. And all they're right. super nice. Look at these things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a point in time where I was patching all of my own clothes. So I didn't have to buy new clothes. Mm-hmm. And it got so bad that like, I mean, it was basically just patches instead of actual jeans. Yeah, just one big patch. Uh-huh. Uh. So I broke down and bought four new pairs of jeans. And now that's been about six years ago. And they're starting to get holes in them. So yeah. I'm about to be in the same position. And the funny thing is, like, we see this stuff all the time. We just don't ever buy it for ourselves, you know? Like, people tell me that, like, why won't you buy yourself clothes? I'm like, I don't know. I don't need them. (laughs) My jeans got holes in them, but they still work. Yeah. And I'm just going to ruin whatever I buy, you Uh know? So that that is the good thing about thrifting. You're like, okay, I'll finally got to break down and do it, but I'm not going to spend a bunch of money, you know? So, no. Not at all. All right, we'll go to your next sale. Yeah, and I actually have a bigger one than both of these. I did this last week, too, you know. But this one was cool. I don't even... Okay, so it's a Sonoid. I think it's from the, like, 70s. Okay. Maybe 60s. But it's a hand massager. Or, not a hand massager. It's a handheld massager. Okay. When I first saw this thing, it was at an estate sale. And uh, I was like, what is this, a microphone? Like, it looks like yeah. a microphone. You know, like a cool old microphone. And then I got to look and pulled, found the cord and everything. It's got us a massager. And I know you'd done well with like the big handheld ones. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it looked really cool. So I was like, I'm going to give it a shot. Didn't know if it worked. Right. Uh, but I think I wrote down here 750 I think that's what I paid for it. It's been a while. Okay. And uh, it, I tested it. It worked perfect. It's pretty awesome, you know? Yeah. But what am I going to do with that? <laughs> so, and like how does said, it, how does it work? Uh, I mean, you just plug it in. It had one that goes to the plug and then obviously to the control uh-huh. and then to there. And it's kind of weird. Like, you know, the ones you got, like somebody pushes it down on right. you or maybe you could push it down on your legs or whatever. This one, it's like just a wand. So you're just like <laughs> just rubbing it all over you. But it feels good, you know? I don't know. Fair enough. I guess you could like massage somebody else with like if they laid on their back you could like just mash them with it i don't know have but you seen them uh them guns massage guns oh you have it's one? amazing <sighs> the only thing is that it's so powerful the the plastic pieces like the interchangeable uh-huh. heads you put on there the little piece that inserts into the actual gun snaps off oh uh, yeah so i've had two of those snap off inside of there and it's hard to get once you have to work to get them out right and you can probably order replacements really cheap, but man, those things are awesome. Yeah, they look like it. It'll it'll work you. <laughs> it'll hurt you know. Sometimes you can get crank that thing up. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. But it's amazing. Dang, I'm jealous. Uh huh. Jealous. But yeah, bought this for seven fifty. Sold yesterday for forty five. All right. Not bad. Took Not an bad offer. Though. Took an offer. And the other thing, uh, like I said, I always forget about the marketplace and stuff. But yeah. my biggest sale of the week was that uh, fifth wheel hitch. Okay. It sat in my yard for three months. My wife, Jenna, was going, like, I got to get rid of this thing. I'm like, somebody's going to buy it. I promise right. you. Yeah. And I had on it, had it on there for 75 The dude showed up, and he's like, oh, the rails are with it? And I was like, yeah, and the hardware. I got all the hardware for it, too. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I didn't expect that. And he gave me 80 bucks. I was like, I got right. change. He's like, no, keep the 80 I didn't expect all this. I was like, cool. <laughs> so, and that I got for free as well. Yeah. So, three decent sales this week. There Not bad. Go. Not bad. There you go. And... I just see something. Go ahead and hit it. All right. <laughs> Let's see. What is it? It is. Oh, it's a, a range extender for a ring doorbell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, not a big sale, but uh, 15 bucks. This is actually one of Moff's items. Okay. So 30% of the profit off a $15 item. I didn't make much, but <laughs> Still made know, it all adds up. Yep. So. Yep. Well, little sale on the podcast i like when that happens oh yeah that's i mean even if you make 50 cents just to have a sale on the podcast that's right (laughs) (laughs) all right we got anything else you want to talk about i do not y'all come see me at the ventique market you want to know what's crazy what's that we thought we were gonna have nothing to talk about we went longer than the last two didn't we it's an hour long really yeah 
I tell you, I had a good little list over here, but I was like, it's stuff that I just going to fly through, you right. know, yeah. but yeah, that's cool. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. You get, you got more than we expected you would get this week. Yeah. Uh, yep. You can find my eBay store at Fears Inc. You can find Wes's at West Rankin 0420 or Westmart Unlimited. And you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Resale Brothers. Mm-hmm. Hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. Leave a comment or two. Check out the Resale Brothers booth at the Ventique mm-hmm. uh, sale this weekend. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Hey, low sale. Hi, y'all. Amen. (laughs) 